Hey, good morning. Welcome back to Tap That AZ Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Walters. I hope you're enjoying this fine Monday morning, or whatever morning it is, or part of the day it is. Hope you're doing well, is what I'm trying to tell you right now. So, uh, welcome back to the show. We're going to do an episode here with 1912 from Tucson. Their five-year anniversary is coming up. Pretty excited for them. But before we get into that, quick announcement. If you've listened to the show for a while, you know Justin Cross from Earn Your Booze. And if you follow them, you know they just continue to blow up. So, doing some really awesome things. Well, starting next Monday, July 6th, I'm actually doing going to start a 30-day challenge where... They basically teach you how to enjoy all the stuff that you love. Pizza, calzones, burritos, cheesecake, beer, ciders, milk. I don't care. Whatever it is. And you still want to be healthy? There's a way to do that. So Earn Your Booze is going to teach us how to do that. So I'm a big dude. And I'm tired of being a big dude. I can be smaller. Um, So I would like to be uh, a little bit lighter on my feet these days. So... I signed up to be an ambassador for this. That means we can do this together. So accountability is one of the biggest keys to really developing new habits. And without getting too deep into this being a uh, you know self-help podcast, I bet uh, no, accountability is huge. And I want to uh, team tap that to do it together. So if there's any of you listeners out there that that this sounds like something that you want to do, something that you're interested in. First of all, go check it out. It is nutritionfordrinkers.com um, is the, the website they have set up for this. The cost is $99 plus tax. And for what you get with this, it's a great deal. So first of all, for the tap that AZ people who sign up for this, I'm going to get you a free t-shirt and a beer book glass. Uh, pretty sweet, like can, what is it? The can style. Uh, glasses, but um, yeah, so that's for the team tap that. So if you sign up for this, just make sure you email me the confirmation you signed up to Eric at tapthataz.com. Now, like, like I said, when you go to nutritionfordrinkers.com, you will see the um, what's I gonna say? Oh, the information, yeah, <laughs> you can see all the information. So, with this, you get weekly eating plans along with food guides, shopping lists, you get health coaching, you get live trainings, live workouts, live cocktail trainings and holistic health trainings, flexible eating education, all these things come with this program. So it's 30 days. Let's do this together. Nutritionfordrinkers.com. Let me know if you have any questions. I'm really excited for you guys to, uh, to do this with me. So let's roll into this. Our friends down at 1912, in Tucson, they've been doing some great thing, great things for five years now. Their party is this Saturday, July 4th. Uh, this episode, I get to sit down with Alan and talk with him about what the last five years have been like and how they're adjusting to the ever-changing chaos of 2020 and the great things they have in store for this party coming up this weekend, July 4th, 2020, down at 1912 Brewing Company. Let's listen in. Yeah, man. How you doing, buddy? How you doing? Oh, <laughs> living it's... a dream when it's uh, most of the time a nightmare. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. It's been it's been rough out there, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. All over, right? I mean, there's yeah. There's gonna be there's so far. There's a lot of casualties, right? Uh, yeah. Our business going down, and 
sucks. But yeah. Yeah, dude, I tell you what, I have seen what, what's been really inspiring is seeing the Arizona food and beverage scene step up and be like, dude, we're not we're not going down. <laughs> you yeah. know, we're not we're not going down without a fight, man. I, I uh, it is it sucks bad, man. But uh, but I, I guess for me, I'm like, man, these people care, <laughs> you know, and it's yeah. that's why I love the industry so much. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Better. All right. You guys hanging in there? Yeah, I mean we're yeah. just we're just grinding, you know, switching to canning and uh, doing a lot of canning anyway, because you know the draft market's kind of low and yep, yep. Uh, yep. Then our day jobs are busy as all can be, so I mean that we're fortunate there. We haven't lost anything. We you know we didn't have to leave, let anybody go, so um, that that's been a great thing. We've been pretty dynamic with our production schedule, but, you know, or even our work schedule, but um, it's nice to still keep people moving, still yeah. keep people employed. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. That's good to hear. That's, that's good to hear, man. It's, you know, I, I don't know, um, through my journey, I've, you know, you read books or you listen to a podcast or you read an article uh, and there's, you know, this people saying, you know, don't, don't take that full leap just yet. Right. Like you want to just like what I did, I just cut all ties, man. And it, you know, with my other job, <laughs> you know, so I went, I went from having an income to like no income. Uh, luckily, you know, my <laughs> wife is very supportive, uh, both, uh, emotionally and, uh, financially, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but, <good. laughs> but, uh, yeah, for sure. But, but for you guys, that's, that's great that, you know, it helps to keep this dream alive of 1912, you know, yeah. cause you have that, that foundation. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Good, man. Good. Well, so, well, dude, I don't even, let's just roll with this, right? We're already recording, uh, zoom right. records from the beginning. So, uh, yeah. man, we don't even need to cut anything out. That's gold from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. with me is Alan Conger from 1912 in Tucson. You guys are about to celebrate five years, right? Yeah. July 4th. And, uh, I've got my youngest here too, Brayden. Not Brayden. Uh, We've heard about you, man. Your your uh, your name's come up on the show, I think, before. Respond, son. You can talk. <laughs> yeah, you get, all like, what? get all yeah, shy I, now. I Eric, Braden, Braden, Eric. There you go. Now you. <laughs> What's up, buddy? How are you? Good. Braden, how old are you? Nine. 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 Okay, I have a daughter. She's she's almost nine. So so I. I, I know how to think like a nine-year-old. I think um, I, I'm sure. I'm sure your dad does too. Sometimes, right? Sometimes, yeah. yeah. It's a little scary sometimes, but yeah. <laughs> so, Braden, real quick, let me ask you something. What is it like for your dad, uh, your parents, to own a brewery? Um, do you like it, or do you like? Do you think it stinks? Okay. It's okay because they he's glad because they can pay the bills and they also have near there they have a little grass area and sometimes when some people I know come over I can play with them on the grass area or the rock area. Nice, nice. That, and that honestly, that's probably the best part of the brewery, right? 
and the beer and the beer, right? <laughs> not yet, right? Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Got a well, few Alan, more years there. <laughs> well, Alan, is is Braden the one that that helps to to lay some of the names down for these beers? It, uh, a lot of the family does. Um, okay. Braden really he started the whole random voices. Yeah. Uh, kind of uh, series, if you will. Um, just from one day sitting around, we were eating dinner late at night, and my wife comes home. Uh, yeah, it was probably, I mean, it was after dark, right? And all lights are off in the house except the dining room. And my wife, you know, kind of yells out, hey, anybody home? And Braden just puts his fork down and says, no, it's just a bunch of random voices from a secret raccoon. <laughs> and you know, of course, we all laughed because it was just totally random. But you know, no pun intended there. But and uh, you know, so we laughed, sat down, and then probably about halfway through dinner, Braden looks over at me, and says, "Dad, that'd be a good name for an IPA." And did I say IPA? yeah, you did say an IPA. <laughs> <laughs> He's being shy over here, but he he smells the IPA and he smells the ghost, and he goes, "Oh." Yeah, it's an IPA. That's a Gosa. I know what that is. Ah, uh, that's uh, awesome. That's good. my daughter's man. When, when I t- when we go into a brewery, they're like, "Ah, oh, what that smell?" I'm like, "Oh, that's beautiful. That's a wonderful smell." What are you talking about? So, <laughs> yeah, so that's good. Yeah, <laughs> Braden knows though. Braden knows. Yeah. <laughs> so with the random with the random voices, Alan, how many? Because I know I think there's one coming up for your anniversary, right? Like from uh, or you're re-releasing one. Yeah, we're actually re-releasing too. So, okay, uh, because it is our anniversary, we want to uh, kind of lead up to it. We're gonna do it on June twenty-six. I think is the day we're gonna release cans again of the the raccoon, just nice. because that's the the beer that started it all. So that's the first one in the series. And Braden actually helped me pick out some of those hops. Um, and of course, you know there was Galaxy in the first round of that that recipe. So. That's why it's been so long since we've made it, just because we can't get Galaxy anymore. Yeah. So we've been reformulating the recipe for quite a while and finally found what we think uh, matches the flavor profile just because so many people love that beer. Yeah. I love that beer. I mean, I just, you know, a double hazy right now is, it's the perfect weather too. Yep. Yep. So we're going to kind of lead it off with that one. And then uh, my beer, which is uh, the one I really kind of designed and named um, for my palate was the 12th one of the series. So we thought that was kind of special. It's actually the only one that's not an animal. Uh, um, oh, yes. Yeah. Right? So it's the random voices from an old man yelling in a cloud. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, for those of you that watch this, you know, folks that watch The Simpsons, that's where that came from, right? You know, grandpa's yelling at the cloud and they got the article about him and just random stuff that really pops into my head and say, what? That sounds like a perfect descriptor for my beer and me. Right? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, what is your beer? Like, what is your, uh, is it, is it kind of the same? How does it vary through the random voices series? So we rotate everything. Every one of them is different. So we change hops, um, similar green bills just cause it's a, you know, it's a hazy. Okay. We had, yeah. we had a little twist to everything, but we change up the hops and then every now and then we change up the yeast. You know, we've done an IPL. Um, we've done a triple. Uh, we've done session versions. And so this one is actually kind of a, 
a split between it's got a little west coast to it right just because i like that a little bit of that pine and grapefruit nice yeah but it's still got that hazy juiciness to it so we call it hoppy and hazy um so it's just kind of that because i mean i love all i well almost all ipas almost all <laughs> I mean, almost all IPAs, but, but um yeah but i really you know started drinking those like most of us right started drinking the west coast first obviously yep. um, until the hazies came around but i really liked the, the blending of the styles and uh that's how we came up with that one so it's got you know like Mandarina bavaria columbus cascade you know just kind of those you know more west coasty citrusy kind of based but uh, they do, they, they have a really nice uh, flavor power when you mix them in together. Yeah. Nice, man. Well, dude, I mean, it's, it's stuff like that, that, that has been, and we'll kind of get into the lead into the, the anniversary coming up here, uh, July 4th, but um, you guys have been steadily winning people over for the last five years. It, it's been, it's, it's cool, man. It's cool because you, uh, you do, what you like to do, right? Like you do, uh, you know, you're, you're huge on sours and we'll get into that. Uh, but you, you enjoy what you brew, right? And that's, that's been kind of your vision. Like is, am I accurate with that? Like, like, Hey, I'm going to brew what I like. Yeah. Except for one beer. <laughs> well, right. oh, okay. yeah, yeah. What's, yeah. what's the one, what's the one, beer so, you, know? I, you know, and, and, and people like this style, you know, getting, you know, raise their eyebrows at me, but it just, it's nothing wrong with the style, but it's, it's not my flavor profile. So I don't, okay. I'm not a Hefeweizen fan by any stretch. Okay. Okay. And, uh, you know, I just, I think it's just, it's just that mixture of banana and clove. I mean, I've had cloves alone and bananas alone and I'm, I'm cool with that. But when you mix yeah. it, something just, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it just doesn't do it for me. <laughs> so we make a beer called wise the hell not. Why is that? Uh, because it, I was, I basically got inundated by folks to make a Hefeweizen for about three years, almost three years exactly. Okay. I finally said, why the hell not? And that's, yeah. that's where the name came from is, you know, it's a nice traditional Weizen with, with one kind of twist, you know, we put a little, little lactose in it, give it some creaminess. Um, but it's, uh, you know, I say when I when I made it, I was like, "Well, I absolutely hate this." So I know it's a good hefeweizen. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, you nailed the style. If you didn't yeah. like, if if you liked it, you'd be like, "Yeah, dang it!" Like, I no, didn't do the right thing. <laughs> didn't yeah. do it. You know, just like when there's, I know you know one of our bartenders hates IPAs, and so if I hand her IPA, then you know we do our tastings, and yeah, like I hate it, and I'm like, "All right, it's solid then." Cool, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it, man. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Well, it, it, it's been cool because to see like, you know, whether it's the, I can't remember off the top of my head. It's the thing every year at Hotel Congress, the beer. Uh, yeah, born and Brewed. Yeah. Born and Brewed. You guys, I mean, multiple times you've, you've won awards there. People's Choice, you know, uh, the, you know, overall winner. Like, and I've seen this happen time and again when there's these different events. And it's awesome, man, because you're coming with this, this crazy stuff um, that's technically, technically like sound, but also wacky, man. I love it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's. Uh, uh, I think that's the best dis- description of my brewing style I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, dude, thanks, man. I was like, I hope, I hope I got it. I hope I got it. But, uh, <laughs> but no, yeah. man, it's it's great. I mean, and wh- why? Like, why? Um, why have you done that? Uh, well, it's just one of those, I like challenges is probably a big one. You know, people are like, you, 
you can't do that. And I said, all right, hold my beer. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, that was really where the pie thing came out. I mean, when we first started coming out with the pie series, um, you know, there's, there's some folks in social media that, that uh, were like, you can't do that. You shouldn't do that. And I said, all right, well, here we go. And oh yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so we keep, I think we're on like five or six on the pie series. We just like to try to push those boundaries. You know, a lot of people do pastry sour or stouts and we yep. kind of do pastry sours, right? Just because that's our forte. And to me, it's just, it's the challenge in it. I mean, just balancing a level of acidity with tons of fruits and, you know, different graham cracker and cinnamon taste and stuff like that, or tons of blood orange in one or, or, you know, even in our bio with the blend of three fruits. Yeah, yeah it's all, it almost lends itself to a little bit of like cooking and winemaking and brewing all combined in which, you know, I'm not a winemaker by any stretch, but I do love to cook as well. And so I like to try, you know, just different things that are not normal, right? I yeah. mean, the normal, a lot of places, right? Sure. There's nothing sure, wrong with sure. that. I mean, I love a great Pilsner, right? Especially yep. on weather like this. Then there's other days I just want to come out and, you know, have a, 12%, you know, kind of double imperial gosa with blood orange and tendry. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> which, which, when you say that, uh, you know, beer people are like, wait, what? What did he yes. just did he yeah. say? Did he say no. <laughs> brewers and customers alike, right? So brewers, like, yeah. <laughs> how did you just say? Yeah, so. like twelve, like four, three times as high as what a you know three to four times what a what a sour could typically be. Uh, yeah, and it's a challenge, know, I tell you, man. It, it, that was, uh, you know, it was kind of one of those experimental kind of things, but especially to do that beer consistently when we bring it out, you know, every se- seasonally the naughtiest can be it is i mean just you stress out you know the yeast i mean it just stresses your entire system out just having to get to get that acidity level up and it's really acidic before it even comes out okay even up at that 12 percent, because you have to you have to get it really tart just to even balance it with all the alcohol that's in there. And, yeah. You know, we take pride yeah. in, in masking that alcohol. I mean, it's a little dangerous, so we only serve it in six ounce pours. <laughs> it is dangerous because you mask it well, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's the fun thing is, you know, you talk about 12% beers and right away, you you know, you're, you're thinking of alcohol, intense, right, intense flavor. Sure. And we want to make sure that you actually enjoy it. You know, you still get a hint of it when you get it, but but uh, that's just not the whole flavor profile, right? I mean, that's not the that's not the desire. If you want to get that, you know, go take a shot of vodka or something, right? Yeah, so. yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man, I think I think that we uh, next time when you release that, we need to like do a little GoPro hidden by your bar and just see people's faces when they drink it, right? Just a just a high, <laughs> highlight reel of reactions, man. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, man. There's still people asking for it, and you know, we we released them in those eight ounce cans, and at first, you know, it's something a little new, and so people kind of you know look at you funny there too. You say, "How much for an eight ounce?" I'm like. It's 12% and it's got yeah. hundreds of pounds of fruit in it. Um, here, just try a little on draft. And then they, you know, 
take a four pack home. <laughs> yep. Yep. Every time, every time, give them a little sip and that, yeah. <laughs> now, just, so just to clarify where people are listening, um, I can't remember what episode number it was. What I, I should, should have had that on hand, but you were originally on with classy alcoholic. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I let that man take the reins on some of these episodes, but, uh, you know, it's fun, man. You never know and, where it's going to go. <laughs> dude, he's, he's, I've been happily surprised every single time, uh, you know, but no, I love classy. That dude's, that dude's awesome. Um, but, but the beer that you're talking about is the Nadi Naranja, which is the, uh, that's the one you have that on at all times, but this is, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. The, so okay. the 12% version is the naughtiest can be. Yeah. The Nadi Naranja was the, the, the first beer. It's actually our flagship sour. Yeah. First one we won that people's choice award for, um, which was really cool. And so, yeah, so we have several renditions of the naughty and naughties can be, naughty by nature getting a little naughty is our we call it our session naughty even yeah. though you know it's still five percent which you know it's actually technically right at the top of the style like if i remember right yeah <laughs> uh, yeah it's our session version right so um well that's the way i look at it man it's a version right it's a session version it's not necessarily a session it's the session version of what could yeah. potentially be a 12 percent beer right yeah <laughs> you <know>? so, <laughs> then you explain it like that people are like oh okay all right, yeah yeah that's that's a sessionable version uh now dude so uh, i notice a lot of um I, I know a lot of what you do are, are gozas so um what just for me, not like with my limited knowledge, what is the difference between that and then like a lot of the sours we're seeing today, right? Because I know any of the sours that I've had at your place and and maybe they're not all like this, but they're all um they're they're all they all have the consistency of a beer, right? <laughs> you know, like to, I'm seeing things. I got a sour the other day from Drecken out of North Dakota, which are doing really good things. But dude, this thing poured out like a smoothie, like a, mm. like a shake and yeah. it was good, but it was kind of like, oh man, this is kind of skirting the line. Right. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. yeah. So what you do is, is the, the traditional kind of approaches to these, right? Uh, ish, right. So ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when we started doing our kind of fruity gosas, you know, we researched the old German sours and, you know, the old Berliner vices, they would, you know, give you a Berliner and then in one glass and then they give you like this fruit kind of syrup in another one, like fruit juice, fruit syrup. And then you could add it to your Berliner as you wanted. Okay. Okay. And so that was kind of the inspiration behind the fruited version, but we wanted to do the gosa because one, you know, it's really one of the really early styles. Um, and then, it, you know, had that unique characteristic of the salt and the coriander. Yeah. And, you know, you know, Germans love coriander and they love Pilsner malt. You know, in the Gosler region, it's a salt river. And that's where they used to pull pull their water from. Well, they didn't have water purification a thousand years ago, so they went with it. And everything was open fermentation. And so that's kind of where you got your gosa. And so that historic aspect was really fun to me. And I said, well, even when you're cooking, you know, salt, you know, the right amount of salt adds a little, you know, if you're throwing it in desserts and stuff like that, it kind of highlights different flavors, right? Sure. Yep. So I thought, well, why don't we marry those two kind of, you know, aspects of having little fruits into it, but we'll blend it. So that way we're not dealing with the logistics of giving people fruit juice on the bar. Yep. And we blend it and then we can play with different styles and play with different textures. And, and, you know, that's really kind of 
where we got inspired. And I think just the salt, even the hints of coriander, just just amplify some of those fruit and sour notes to it. So I just, and we make Berliners, you know, every now and then, but I'll be honest, they don't sell anywhere near as, as well as our gosas, right? So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, I mean, it, it, it helps when you've got the stuff that you got, right. And I'm, I mean, I'm just looking at the, um, the anniversary beers coming up. Like, so the apple empanada goza, right. You look at that, you're like, ah, oh, dude, like, Next level, man. And then the one, the next one below, like, like watermelon, chiltepine, lime, like, dude, like these are, these are creations, man. Like, so this is, I, I love it. And then, you know, a lot of that, we get a lot of our, I bring a, so, you know, a couple inspirations when I do stuff is just one growing up, you know, two is my family, you know, as you know, we're, you know, we're kind of a, a mixed family. So, you know, I have a lot in, 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 and then just my military background, right? Some of the experiences I bring from being in Hawaii, growing up in South Tucson, being overseas, and I just try and bring those aspects to to our beers. You know, the apple and banana. And I grew up having, you know, empanadas. And actually, we just had, not too long ago, we had empanadas. The brewery wasn't a fruited one, but we had empanadas. And, uh, you know, so the kids love the desserts, right? So... And then even the candies. And so that's kind of where I went into the watermelon candies, kind of like a watermelon puparindo. And, you know, that's where I get the, the sandia loca because it's kind of a, a sour, crazy watermelon with, you know, chiltepin, chamoy, uh, tamarindo, and, you know, just a ton of watermelon. So it's just a lot of, you know, bringing stuff like that is just, it's, it's all part of who I am and who we are you know, that we, that we bring into the brewery. You know, that's why there's a lot of military theme beers. There's a lot of Latin theme beers. You know, I grew up on the South side of Tucson and immersed in the Mexican culture. You know, one of my closest friends is Puerto Rican. So, you know, I kind of bring all those aspects. My son-in-law is Cuban. So, you know, bringing just all those kind of flavor profiles to our beers is just so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's cool, man. Because you guys have created like this uh, a brand, and and I mean, I don't want to I don't want it to sound wrong by saying it was unintentional, but like your goal wasn't to create a brand, right? You're they're like, hey, here's our brand, here's our color scheme, here, like that wasn't was that a discussion for you guys a, a lot, or was it kind of just did it just happen? I mean, it, no, it was it was strategic and somewhat accidental in, in ways yeah. we did, right? We had an idea that, you know, we wanted to have a brand of, you know, we wanted to, to, you know, bring in our Latin side, you know, my wife's Latin side, just me growing up with it. And then, um, you know, my military side and then just kind of laid back, chill. Everybody's welcome, right? We're not judgmental. We just hang out, you know, leave your drama at the door and just kind of come have a good time, right? We want to be that place where you can get away from your day to day and just just chill right everybody needs to kind of decompress or download and we want to be that place and so that's that's why we make so many different styles i mean one we have a small system so we have the ability to but but we want to bring out you know imperial reds you know bearded guards russian imperial stouts you know mexican hot chocolate stouts yeah crazy you know hazy ipas that my son picks the hops on, you know, just yeah. bringing all those family aspects into the beers is what we wanted to do. And, 
you know, and some of it was kind of, you know, like we fell into the sours, right? We had no intention to make sours at first. And we finally just, you know, let's give it a whirl. And it's, you know, been like that ever since. <laughs> Which is, well, that's interesting, right? To say that you weren't thinking about doing sours at first, uh, or you weren't planning on doing sours because, um, I like, arguably the best sours in the state, honestly, man, you know, so, and you execute them. Well, and I know at this point too, from the conversations we've had, you love making sours now, right? You like that challenge, that, that, that push that, that, that sours put you in, right? Absolutely. Yes. I mean, that's just, uh, you know, uh, brewer's yeast is, you know, it's engineered, it's trained in a certain way. If you, you know, if you go through and do your thing, you know, if you, you, you hit your specs, hit your numbers and don't make any mistakes, I mean, you're going to get that consistent feel. Yeah. You know, your your mouthfeel is going to be the same, your flavor, your alcohol percentage is going to be dialed and not with the sour. Um, you no. know, the, and that's where I get that kind of winemaking thing is, you know, you're always, you're always blending something with a sour, you know, just always flavor dynamics, acidity, alcohol levels. I mean, you're always – it's kind of, you know, it's got guard bands more than, more than, you know, that precision that you can get with the brewer's yeast. Ah, yeah. So playing with that and then, you know, how different cultures play to the base, you know, like the naughty, a lot of that orange characteristic actually comes from the culture. Um, and that's just one of those that we, you know, we, again, that was one we just messed around with. And, and then lock down and that's how we get our naughty culture but you can play with different flavors and all these different orange and lemon and you know you can bring spice into stuff and you can get creaminess you know using yogurts and it's just a lot of really cool different we've even done with kimchi and that was ah, nice and i uh, won't do it again because it stunk uh. <laughs> beer was the beer was Beautiful tangerine and pineapple notes, but man, uh, the souring process was torture. Ah, uh, man, like just the just stunk up the whole place. Yes, yeah, yeah. we had to put a carbon filter on the exhaust, so it was, yeah, it was a little rough. Yeah, little- <laughs> but you could mark it off the list, man. You're like, I did it, did a kimchi sour, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So let me ask you this, dude. I, I, I mean, there, I know there've, there've been a few places that have kind of dabbled in this in Arizona, but, um, will, will 1912 jump into the wild, wild ale, uh, the wild beer spontaneous fermentation arena? Not in our current facility, but okay. we have it, you know, in our kind of down the road plans. Cause we, you know, we've done, uh, some of the barrel souring and we've done some sours in the tanks and it's uh, a little more precarious when you still have a, a bunch of production beers that you're sure. producing. It's, it, I mean, it's precarious enough just doing the kettle sours that we predominantly do, but um, you know, the, the spontaneous stuff just adds another level of complexity and we're just not set up for that yet. So it, it'll be more of a, you know, if we transition to another location or add a location kind of thing, then, whichever way we go. And then that's definitely, you know, a bigger barrel program, spontaneous fermentations, definitely, you know, different cultures, you know, that we can bring into more Brett and PDO um, consistently, stuff like that. So yeah, it's, you know, it's on, it's on the plan. It's just not in the immediate future. Yeah. Well, and and those, those type of things, I mean, that's a, 
that's a labor of love, right? I mean, you're, you're, you're putting stuff into a barrel thinking, I hope this is ready in a year, right? You know, from the, like that, if that, so, uh, yeah, we man, that's with two years, man. So yeah, yeah Dude, it's that's a long time. <laughs> it is. It is. And especially to, to get them right, you know, and, and, uh, but nah, man, you get, you guys are, you guys are doing awesome stuff, man. I'm, I'm excited to, to see that you guys are at five years. Um, what, what else? So this is July 4th. This is at your, your place. It's, uh, uh, tell us about this. I just like the flyer. I don't know who does your, your guys' design stuff. I think we talked about like your can design. You got a local guy. Um, yeah. I know you guys do a lot of stuff in house, but either way, your guys' design stuff is, I love it, man. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I mean, our designer, um, EK, he, uh, I've known him since 99. You know, he was, uh, well, we were going to the U of A together and you know, he, he went in art and I went in engineering, but I mean, that's how long uh, I've known him. And then, he graduated. He just does some phenomenal uh, can art. He's actually doing a mural on our cooler, uh, actually right now. So nice, man. We're just kinda, yeah, it's kind of nice to to have someone you've known for a long time and is really talented just to do. Yeah. Kind of share that. You know, I kind of start with something and then let him go with his creativity, and um, you know, I have an idea of what I want, and then he just he just he makes it possible on on the art side. A lot of our flyers and you know social media stuff. That's actually uh, Braden's older sister. Oh, okay. Or you that that does a lot of that, and she also dabbles in the can art and some like she did the Sangre de la Cabra label, and she actually did the Raccoon label too. So she uh, she gets involved. She's got some pretty good creativity. I mean, all of our pictures are done by her. But you can you can usually tell the ones that if she's on vacation I, that me and my wife do. There's a big difference. <laughs> The difference. Yeah, the quality. I, I just, even if I take a picture now, I just send it to her to edit. If you know, she's on vacation, we'll do that. But, um, so, yeah, she did the July 4th flyer. And, um, you know, it's not going to be as big, you know, as usual. I mean, obviously, yeah. the current surroundings, we still want to be safe. Um, you know, but that's kind of why we're doing more of these can releases. So, you know, Sandier Loca, Apple Panada, and the Old Man are all going to be can releases on actually on the anniversary okay it's nice. going to come about the week before just to kind of you know get you a double ipa to prime you um, <laughs> and then and then my uh you know my best friend and his wife are going to be out with their food truck daniela's cooking and uh you kind of just we're going to pull this kind of fiesta theme you know kind of that latin twist on a july 4th right so it's yeah. uh um, you know, just, uh, you know, we got a taco bar and a bunch of beers on tap and we got a few beers we've held back. What's up? And about? if it's July 4th, there's fireworks. Oh, that's right. The fireworks. And uh, we, we can, that's if they do them. So yeah, we, uh, <laughs> see, you know, with all the wildfire stuff going down here, they're going to be yeah. limited on fireworks, but, um, it should be a good time. We'll have a little bit of music and, of course, we'll be social distancing. You know, we've we've got uh, got all those measures in place, and, yep. and we'll be doing to goes. We won't be doing deliveries that day, but we'll definitely be doing curbside pickups, and definitely have those four packs ready for everybody to to, to grab. I mean, the beers just coming out really great. I mean, actually, right before we jumped on this, I was we're transferring the sandia over to do the kind of the last sensory. Um, additions and get it all carved up for Friday. It's, uh, and we're actually canning it up 
Yeah, nice, man. Any, any, uh, any, any of this stuff going to go out at all to any of the local places, bottle shops yeah. or anything, or all through in the in house? Definitely, no. There'll be um, depending on how the anniversary goes, and we have some. So we're doing our the other beer we're canning. I almost wow, I can't believe that one. It's our number two seller, and I almost forgot to mention it. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're finally canning uh, Taueno, our Mexican Amur. Oh, nice, you know, man. It, you know, it's good, right? So, yeah. Um, and uh, so, we're that, you know, that'll definitely hit markets. So, we're just, we're working on, uh, you know, making sure that we can, we have enough to feed the tap room and then send it, send it out. I mean, we did a big run, you know, last month to, to get some stuff up the valley to um, some of our accounts up there. And then, of course, you know, Tucson counts, we always drop by and we can we can get them whatever we can, but yeah, yeah, they'll definitely, they'll definitely be, it may not be a big chunk, but it'll definitely go out. Yeah. Nice, man. Nice. Okay. Um, I've seen your guys' stuff uh, up here at craft beer hop stop. Uh, That's up by me on, what is it? Seventh Avenue and Union Hills. Yep, um, yep. It, it's cool, man. It's it's cool seeing your your those cans on the shelf. I mean, first of all, uh, just knowing you guys and just just knowing what, what great people you are, and then knowing that the liquid in the can is amazing, mm-hmm. and then knowing that I can take an awesome picture with the can art, man. That's that's like the trifecta, <laughs> you know. So you know, and and that's why we invest in that. You know, we just, I know people really enjoy taking pictures. Of stuff and you know we want to put a little bit of you know really tell you about the beer on it you know and then just kind of put a, a little bit of our mark on it right i mean that's the just kind of wow i didn't even yeah and i, I even forgot to mention our other artist is who is uh, another one of our close friends that does our pie beers i want to give okay. her shout out so uh, it's kim ortega she's the wife of drew ortega over at uncle bears oh gotcha gotcha and, okay uh, uh, yeah, oh so yeah she, yeah drew yeah yeah, so she dabbles in, and she's a really good artist as well. So she does our until Wahala and all of our pie beers, and uh, so you know it's, that's that's just been a fun kind of you know we like working with with people we know and uh, you know keeping it local kind of stuff. So that's a that's yeah. a lot of fun right there. Nice man, nice and 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 to see these and you know you go into like craft beer hop stop and Alan is just a great dude, um, and he knows his stuff, man. You know yeah. he'll. He'll be like, dude, we got the new, you know, we got the 1730 from 1912. And, and, uh, he keeps a great rotation, takes care of the beer, man. It's, uh, as a brewery, I bet it feels good to, to see people treat your, your baby like that. Oh, <laughs> you know, once it's, yeah. once it's out your doors. And, and that's a really cool too, you know, our, I mean, we've got great accounts across the state that are just, they're all really cool. I mean, you know, we're always, whenever we're able to do events, you know, it's just a really good time. We go up, hang out, have a beer, you know, and it's like you're just kicking back with, with their friends, right? So yeah, we like to try and keep those. And we can't do it with everyone, obviously, just because I still have a day job. But, yep, yep. <laughs> um, you know, but we love to try and, and get out and do that stuff and then, you know, really get to know our accounts. It's, you know, it's not a, we're not just trying to sell product. We want people... Uh, you know, it's, it's a relationship, you know, and uh, everybody, everybody should win in business, right? That's kind of sure. Like, all ships yep. rise when the sea rises, right? So absolutely. Um, you know, so we care about our accounts. We want them to do well. And, you know, if they do well, then we do well. Yeah. 
Yep. Well, dude, so far, so good. You guys are doing good stuff, man. I, uh, yeah, absolutely, man. So July 4th, you got the five-year anniversary coming up. Um, and uh, yeah, a- anything else, man? Anything else you want to share or, or that we missed? Anything, bro. You're awfully quiet over here. Yeah, Braden. Man, I, was, uh, I, was, I thought you were going to sing songs and stuff. Usually, usually he doesn't stop talking. <laughs> well, Braden, you let me know if you if you want to talk again, and we'll uh, we'll talk about beer or whatever. My daughter likes Pokemon, so I know a little bit about Pokemon in Minecraft. <laughs> you want to tell him about the raccoon on your from your end, and before we go, that you got to brew it. Wait, you got to brew it when? Yeah, so a couple weeks ago he was, uh, and we'll release the pictures on the on the can on when we release the can. But go ahead, tell me what did you get to do? I poured two hot buckets or things into a big metal bucket-looking thing. (laughs) That's a good description, though. That was a good description. Was it fun? Yeah. There's a lot of you, hops, huh? Did it did it smell good? Or was it kind it, of stinky? It smelled okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well that's awesome. And now you get to see the beer that you helped make go into a can with really cool art on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> well, Brain, thanks for joining on the show, buddy. you're welcome you're welcome well alan thanks man appreciate appreciate you taking the time i know you're a busy busy dude so i appreciate it yeah i appreciate your time and uh you know good luck up there and be safe and we hope to see you guys soon if not uh you know i'll be up there and we'll have to get together and have a a beer from six or seven feet apart (laughs) yeah absolutely man absolutely all right buddy hey we'll, we'll talk to you soon man cheers later